0: Wow, funny you should ask me that because that is something that sometimes yes i do see i see somebody sitting in front of me and you know they tell me their story but then it's like i can see their full potential in them i can see um what 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 they're capable of um and all the potential that's in them um but that doesn't have to do with age okay because i can have that with people who are who are my age or 50 or older that i'm like i see somebody and then i can i have this i get this image of you know of the things the amazing things that they're capable of Mm -hmm. and i don't know how to describe that in another way than that i just did so i'm not sure if i'm making sense to you god when we were young
1: we're still young bon good evening good evening sophie
0: good evening peter Hi. how are you how are you i'm good i'm good i've got my tea it's nine it's nine o'clock in the evening just a little bit past so um i'm a morning person <laughs> so this is a nice way to this is a nice way to end the evening and uh i hope prepare for the night shift
1: i hope First question, of course, <laughs> special times,
0: oh, corona times,
1: what is the impact for you and your business?
0: Impact for me, yeah. Um, well, I guess we're all impacted in a, in a certain way. Um, when the corona crisis started, I, w- I had a, an, uh, an assignment. Um, I was working at uh, Brussels airport. That assignment got canceled. Um, and then I, ha- I was very lucky. Um, cause actually I was able to start uh, a new assignment, um, at the beginning of the, of the, of the quarantine time. Yeah. So, um, makes me very lucky. I'm very grateful for that as well. Um, because I think for, for many other consultants or freelancers, um, that's not always the case. Yeah. yeah. So, and I had, I had like one week in between the two assignments yeah. where I really took a week holiday. Um, and I have to say at the beginning of the Corona, it was just, whew, I really wanted, I really needed to go down with the same slow life yeah. as the lockdown was forcing us to, yeah. yeah so. and it,
1: it's, it's again in HR and it's again in the recruiting role, if I am correct. Ooh.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, um, uh, a lot of my time I work as, um, freelance uh, HR, Yeah. No, no. um, and this assignment is as well in, uh, yeah. in recruitment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's a still companies recruiting. Eh? Yeah. It's a media yeah. yeah.
1: Now, um, I mean, recruitment via video call, seeing mm. new candidates, is it the same like meeting somebody and sensing that energy when he or she is entering the room? Because that's a very big part of the, yeah, I wouldn't say the decision, but yeah. your, your perception of that person.
0: Yeah, yeah, true. It's a very different energy to see somebody just through a screen um, and not being able to just sense their energy around them in uh, in real life. So it is different. Um, yet I think it is becoming more of the new normal um, in the sense that um, I have been doing video interviews uh, prior to quarantine. Um, yeah. Even if it's just for a very first contact, a very first... Um, video call just to get some basic information already there, just to get a, get, get a first, uh, first contact to avoid people having to, you know, take unnecessary holidays or having to uh, um, fight yeah, themselves okay. through traffic. Um, so I had been doing that for a while. And currently um, many of the interviews that I'm doing are actually with people who are not in Belgium at all. Yeah, 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 okay. um, they're so, scattered around Europe. Uh, they're in the United States. Yeah. Um, so, but yes, it is different. Uh, it is very different. I'm the one who likes to, you know, see how somebody yeah. stands up. You know, yeah. gives me a handshake. How do they sit down? How yeah. do they? How do they behave in general? Um, it's all little things that that, uh, that impact it. So, um, it's uh, it's it's a new normal for recruitment, I think.
1: And I mean, you know, I'm a musician also. When somebody is entering the rehearsal room and he's doing an audition for, um, no, I don't know, for uh, to fill in a certain role, I can tell by the way he or she is entering the room, holding their stuff and installing themselves, if he or she is going to make it or not. I just, I know it when he or she is entering, I know, no, yes. Or doubting. Is that the same with you when you see a, a candidate... I mean because you say how he's going to sit down, how he's going to say hello, I mean
0: yeah mm-hmm. well um, um you do have that when somebody comes in that you immediately pick up a number a number of a number of things mm-hmm. um, but I also want to give everybody um the benefit the benefit of the doubts if I would have doubts from the very beginning um because I don't want somebody's uh Career or next step in their career, um, or the team that I'm recruiting for to miss out on any opportunity, uh, just because in my perception at that moment, um, I noticed that the person would be doing a x z um, to 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 come in. So um, yes, I do get I do sense that information, um, but I try to be very sure that I take more information than that, just that. Yeah. To base a decision on, because okay. going back to a hiring manager and saying I saw a candidate and, you know, he came in and I just felt no, it's not, yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah. not the case. It's a little bit weird. And as well for the candidates, I mean, seeing candidates and then saying after after a few seconds, yeah, actually, just the way this happened, not going to work. I, yeah. I I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. do that. Okay. Everybody deserves more than three seconds yeah. to see if, if 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 you know if this could be an opportunity and a win-win for everybody.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you listen to Stephen van Bellehem, um, he's talking about the fact in Corona times, people are thinking about two things or worried about two things, their wealth and their health. Do you believe that um, people are now um, looking for a job or they are in, more in fear and say, no, I'm going to stay where, where I am, I'm going to look out and after Corona, maybe I'm going to switch a job or do you think there is absolutely no impact?
0: Um well, I, I, I can agree with, with Stephen that, in fact, one of the things that you worry about most, you know, you go into the fear mode of your, your wealth and your health. Um, it's, it's basic needs, you know, survival needs. Um, and so um, I think everybody's in a different personal situation. Um, you have people who are um, already now out of a job who, ha- who, who, who want to start looking for mm-hmm. something. Uh, so, yes, they'll be active on the market, maybe. Um, You could have people who are um, secure, you know, in their job at the moment, um, but who still have the interest and the drive and the energy uh, to look for something new.
2: Um,
0: On the other hand, yes, you do have people who are like, um, this is for later. I have to get through this quarantine time um, and finding a new job is, is for later. So I think depending on your own personal context and si- context and situation, um, you will be more or less interested um, or, or pumped to put energy into yeah. finding a new job because finding a new job also takes a lot of energy.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, true. Now, this, this passion for people, HR, is it, when did you discover you had that in you? Or it just oh, wow. happened? Uh,
0: well, I, I didn't, I didn't just wake up one day and decide that, but, um, when, cause we know each other from, from Easel when we were studying, yeah. um, and when we had to make like the choice for the last two years, I remember the very first week I actually had chosen human resources, okay. um, as, as, as main direction. Um, and after a week, um, I, uh, I changed that decision. I went to, um, general business management, um, okay because I thought I had made the wrong choice. I thought that what I thought about HR and what I saw in that first week didn't match. So I thought my perception was wrong. But in the end, when I started working, um, my, my, you know the first job, the first real job I had was working as a recruitment consultant in an agency. Okay. Um, so I was really, really interested in working with people and in talking yeah. to people um, okay. and listening to their stories. Everybody yeah. has a story
1: yeah that's so. the thing of this this podcast <laughs> now if you if you now compare um, today and 20 years ago, when you started, oh, it's more than 20 years ago, I think oh, what, yeah. what, is, what, is the, what is the difference in in, in in recruiting people? Is there a difference? Is, has things changed? Is, 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 are we now living more in a purpose life, and are people choosing a job differently than 20 years ago?
0: um that's a very good question it's a very broad question or i could answer in very different directions of course i mean have have things changed i mean when i started recruiting people were um still sending their cv in an envelope with mail with a type letter yeah so that's technology um but it does change how you receive a certain cv and 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 if people just send you a small message or or do they write effectively write a, a motivation letter Um, So that has definitely changed. Um, And the way people look for a job um, or what they're looking for, um, I think it's more generation-wise than it is really um, just the timing. Um, Because when I started uh, in in recruitment, um, you know, you, you do ask the same kind of questions. Yeah. You know okay. when I what I ask now are, are are similar to what I asked twenty years ago the main differences for me personally is that I have twenty years more life experience which makes that the questions I ask I listen differently
2: yeah
0: I listen differently and um, i I can dig a little deeper sometimes into you know what you know, how come that person just gave me that answer? So you kind of, yeah, you, you learn to fine tune the questions and the skills in reading people and and um, and seeing what, what, what you want to ask them. Um, and as well, um, the big difference for me is that um, um, I'm much more comfortable, you know, interviewing and talking to people of any age, any function from any type of company. Because when I was started, I was what? 24 25 yeah. i mean and i was interviewing people who were 50 you know, yeah. it's yeah, yeah. some you know at that point I, sometimes i felt a little bit strange i mean what did i know a 25 year old i was just going through my list of questions and now i can really connect with people yeah, yeah, yeah and that makes it from even for me just so much more i mean love it love it yeah yeah yeah. but
1: then, then you started with your yeah questions which were on the paper whereas now these questions come from in from insights connecting in the moment that you're in that flow with that person. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not now, neglecting the fact that you do need to check for skills and competencies, of course. And there's a certain, a certain way and certain um, information that you want to gather about the person. Um, we don't do interviews just because we like talking to people. Um, no, 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 but no. the way you do ask the questions is, 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 is it's, it's different. Yeah. And
1: it's, it's an interesting, when you're talking about skills, I mean, when I, started like you a couple of years ago um (laughs) i I was really conditioned the fact that it was all about the skills and the techniques and actually the hard skills Um, but truly through the years i learned it's the other way around so this means also that i think it's more important that the right candidate has the right attitude and if some skills are missing he or she will learn that but if the attitudes and the coachability um, is okay and if the person is going to fit within the team that for me is a go and this is something which was eye-opening because i always was focused on just the skills is that something also you see that shift or is that since 20 years you already had that for you it was already clear that it's about the attitude and uh, mindset uh, of that old candidate
0: um, I think for myself when I started out so many years ago I was looking much more for the hard skills um, and when I was looking how can I explain that when I was looking for the softer skills I still did it in a very rational way okay um, it was like you know do they check the boxes mm-hmm. um, because I think for myself I wasn't I wasn't mature yet I was 25 and honestly I wasn't mature when I was 25 um, I'm turning 45 this year and probably still not all, all mature, which is, which is completely fine, but you do look at life differently. Um, yes. so, so when you check for the skills, what I, what I look for, and that's true is the maturity level of the person, the, the, um, the ability or the willingness for the person to, to develop themselves, to coach themselves, to learn new skills, um, the fit with the company, the fit with the team, um, nobody's perfect. Nope. I mean, you know, um, everybody's flawed. Um, everybody's traumatized. So, That's you true. know, there's no point in asking for that. You know, the, the, what, what is it? The, the sheep with five legs and, um, all those things. So we just, you know, I take a person as they are with the good, the bad and the ugly. And then I say, look, with all these elements, can we make it work? And are you willing to make it work? Um, I never ask for perfection. Um, I like to check with the person how well do they know themselves and how willing are they to share their weaker points? Mm -hmm. Um, and how, how vulnerable are they willing to be? Um, and just, just checking those kind of things. Okay. Now, very often I do interviews, sorry to interrupt. Very often I do interviews with the hiring manager, Mm -hmm. um, and then um, it's always nice when you've got this good teamwork going where, you know, sometimes hiring managers, they have a good idea of what the competencies and the skills, and especially if it gets all technical. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the end, we've often, we realize that we come to the same conclusions, but each coming from their own expertise and asking their own set of questions.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's true. that's really
0: nice to see if you can have that, 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 uh, that partnership going on with the hiring manager as well. Yeah, It's great fun.
1: Yeah, And I mean, you, you're turning 40 plus this year, me too, in a couple of days, by the way. And, uh, if you would go back, take a DeLorean and you would meet a Sophie from 18 years old, smoking, drinking white wine, because I remember that. <laughs> and yeah. she's standing in Brussels Centrum. What? She was just about to enter. Um that thing we call school. What would you say to her? What are the like two or three tips to say to Sophie, young Sophie? This, this, or this?
0: I would um probably tell her to lighten up in the sense that um yes, life can be difficult and life can be hard, and we have to work hard, etc. But you know, chill, don't worry so much. Okay. You know, just have fun, and you don't have to have control over everything. Um, just you know, just let things happen. You know, things will happen anyway.
2: Mm-hmm. You don't
0: need to control everything. So just you know, relax and uh, and and chill. Um, um, I might tell her, "Is this really the 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 degree that you want?" Mm-hmm. Um, because in hindsight, I mean, it's, it's, it's brought me a lot of things. I studied you know, business management in general. Um, mm-hmm. So it's brought me a lot of things. But maybe that wasn't really, really, really what I wanted to do. Nope. I didn't know at that time, of course. Um, yeah. So that's the second thing I would, I would tell her. And what other tips would I have for her? Um, listen to yourself and stay very close to who you are and I think I would have told her first find who you are and then you can listen to who you are
1: and can between the lines can I then sense that uh, because that's also the thing I did eh? is that you lived a lot in your head back then and you were really I would not call it unaware but yeah, because you're talking about controlling things. That's, that sounds uh, uh, very much like living from your head. And now the things, the conclusion that you're saying is like, live, listen to your heart.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I, I think so, yes. it's um, That's how I, when I look back on it now, I mean, I had great times. Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, but the way I look at life now and I, the way I look at, at things then are very different. And I was indeed you know, it was all coming from my head. Um, and, and listening to the heart was, was very difficult for me. It took me years. I mean, I remember, I think it was, I think it was 2011, which is not that long ago. Um, that things really shifted, and usually for many people things shift when something really bad happens. That happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so for me, that that was um, I was um, I, I was physically not that well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I was aching everywhere. All my muscles were hurting. Every bone in my body was hurting, um, and moving even just moving really hurts. Um, and then I realized, okay, something has to change. Um, it's like I was living my life into a complete cramp yeah and i had to really yeah. you know literally yeah, yeah. loosen up
2: yeah 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 um,
0: and, and, then, and then and then and then things started to shift then it go then it can go really fast
1: yes 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 the, 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 i had the same experience it was around 2009 2010 2011 which was very well, difficult times it was very deep black mm-hmm. and um and in, and for me the biggest thing was that i had to de-learn things i thought i was going to learn things was actually letting go letting go of false identities letting go of conditioning letting go of masks of somebody i was playing that other people were expecting me to be and that letting go was was really yeah that was yeah i wouldn't say painful but uh that was for me the big 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 discovery and maybe it's tied to uh, I would say, and I don't blame the education, of course, but yeah, it's like five years or four years, and it's all based about the heads. There was I, I didn't have any class when they said, today we're going to practice how to listen to your heart and your body.
0: No, I, I think when the schools are opening, maybe that's one of the things they can add to the curriculum.
1: But you're uh, joking with kids, it,
0: but no, I, actually, I'm saying it with a with with a smile, but I, I you know. Could help maybe,
1: huh? I mean, every guest I had says the same. This is the, the same line. Everybody says the same. Yeah. Every decision yeah. that I made with my head was not the right one. Every decision that I took with my gut feeling intuition, my heart, whatever you want to call it, that's the good one. And I sense it up front that, yeah, maybe it's going not going to work with this person, but going to try it. And it completely failed. Now, I mean, in 2015, you started your own company, if I'm correct?
0: I did. I did. I became an independent.
1: So it's five years? Why? That's coming
0: on five years now. Yes, absolutely.
1: What was the driver? Uh,
0: What was the driver? Well, um, at that time, 2015, so I had been working as an HR consultant, Mm -hmm. um, but on a payroll basis. Um, And I mean, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the variety of, you know, seeing different companies, getting to know different company cultures, meeting a lot of people. Uh, since everybody has a story, um, different kind of projects. I was a personal coach. I was giving trainings. I was doing all kind of HR projects. Um, um, however, um, I felt that for myself, I wanted to have a little bit more impact on my agenda, mm-hmm. a little bit more impact on the type of projects and on the type of companies I was able to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I started asking myself these questions: Okay, should I? You know, change jobs, okay? But I didn't want to go from one consultancy company to the other. I mean, I was, I was, I was happy with the colleagues, I was happy with the company. So it had nothing to do with going to like a a competitor, Um, and moving into a company where I was like working in one company. Then I was already becoming nervous and thinking, oh my god, I'm going to miss out on all the variety. And so then one day I just woke up and I said, well, you know, Sophie, if you really want to do your own thing. And you got it. You got to become an independent. That's 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 the, the way it is. Uh, was there
1: something, something that triggered? Was it something that triggered? Was there like a bad boss or something, or you had a boring meeting, or?
0: No, 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 no. It was more for myself. Um, um, the accumulation of very busy days where I found myself early in the morning driving to Antwerp to give half a day training, and then. During lunchtime, I had to drive from Antwerp to the other side of the, to the other side of the country in the rain, eating a sandwich because I had to be on time to give another half a day training and you know and then the next day it was the same thing, and I was com- I was going completely goo-goo. I had no control i, I always just i wasn't in the driver's seat anymore okay. and i didn't want that I, I felt I knew that that had to change because you know two thousand and eleven I had started, you know, seeing the light, working on myself, changing mm-hmm. and, and living. And at that point, 2015, I was like, okay, I had just turned 40. I was like, okay, this is the next move. It just made, it just made sense. So it was a very, very conscious decision um, and one that I have not, re- not regretted. Mm. Um, and I do get that question uh, sometimes, and especially days like these yeah and then aren't you looking for something more permanent um and i'm like today this is what still works for me yeah never say never i mean mm-hmm. i don't know what's going to happen down mm-hmm. the line um but i do know that every choice i make is one that i make very consciously uh, that makes sense at that point in my life and that makes sense for the whole context yeah for the whole for the whole system and then you know whatever happens you just take it a step at a time yeah. so it just makes sense for me today
1: because you do more than just recruitment or hr um as consultant, mm-hmm. because i also remember you did a workshop a couple of years ago um to i would call it female entrepreneurs searching for their you know what they wanted to do or yeah. to give them more strength so you do more than just hr um consultancy yeah
0: I do a little bit of everything. So I work as HR freelance in a company. Um, and then I also, um, uh, I'm a trainer in uh, that's Then more like the, the leadership trainings um, and, and individual coaching. And then together with some uh, amazing other females, uh, we do some business games. So we've got like this financial business game, a yeah. financial workshop. Um, and a, and, and, and one that's more oriented towards change and positivity, looking at things in a different way, shifting, shifting your mindset. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, that's a whole, a whole bunch of things where, um, in the beginning when you start as an independent, or that, that was the case for me, I was just so happy to be working that I said yes to everything. everything.
2: Yeah.
0: My agenda was just exploding um and after a year I was like, okay, let's just review that. Okay, your goal was to have more control of your agenda. Now it's not gonna help if you say yes to everything. So you know you learn as you go. Um and I've I've chosen to do the things that really make me happy. And today that's working as an HR freelancer in 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 companies. Um and I still enjoy, you know, giving those workshops uh, especially the workshops because it just really again it helps people connect to themselves. Yeah. Bring a little soul into their, into their life. Yeah, know? but
1: that's, that's the thing that I'm reading on your LinkedIn. Eh? You're the creator of the platform where business meets soul.
0: Yeah. What does that mean? Um,
1: for, for you. For me, for, you what, huh? yeah,
0: for me, what that means is that um, um, business is business. And yes, you have to use your the rational brain. And you have to have a plan. And you need to use numbers. And you have to have some some sense of um, control over your, of, over your finances. Um, but doing business is also doing business from the heart. Yeah. Um, putting a little soul into it. It's supposed to be fun. Yes. We're supposed to be having fun when we're working. Yeah. Um, and whatever we do, um, enjoy it. Put, put your soul into it. Yeah. Uh, and don't just do it because it makes, it's a good business plan.
1: Or it pays the bills
0: or it pays the bills. Um, and yes, you know, I can understand that today or, and in the coming period, we could have people who say, I need to work for my basic needs and that they say, I don't have the luxury today mm-hmm. to add that layer of let's do everything with a little bit of fun and soul mm-hmm. Yeah, that they say, I choose, uh, to do a job that's maybe not, you know, my my first first on my list of my happy list um but still you know i am convinced that if you really if if you can focus on that that you can you can also
1: i'm convinced i it's okay to do that but see it as a starting point and not as an end point and as a kind of a lift off so Mm -hmm. uh, actually work harder on yourself and on your job
0: oh yeah well, that's a nice one
1: i didn't invent it it's from jim Rohn. so uh <laughs> the guy's already dead so he's from the 70s he was like an nlp trainer so um and and yeah that's an uh that's indeed an, a very nice one but it's the truth eh? um, oh, yeah. I, mean, every
0: day, whatever, I love the fact that when you're and it's also it's something not something that I, I it's something that i read very often is they say that everybody you meet every day is just a mirror for you yeah um and that is so amazing amazing because if you actually go through your day and anybody who's reacting to you in any way whether it's something positive or if it's something negative or it's something that makes you happy or if it really triggers you in a negative way you can just look at that person and say this is a mirror you know you just kind of react to it in a totally different
1: yeah that's it that's the i mean especially when you are having children especially when they're young i mean that's reactive behavior when he or she is doing something which is not in your head the way he or she should behave especially when you're having like a zoom call or a video call (laughs) with with, from from work i mean i am now in a state that i can say especially to my son thank you for the gift of uh, triggering me in a certain position then i come aware of that irritation i would call it or frustration And I know that it's not about him, but it's about me, because yeah. he is pushing my red. He knows
0: where where to trigger you. Yeah. Uh? He My knows buttons your triggers and they, they know yeah. your buttons yeah. and uh, and, and
1: so I was as it's, it's 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 funny that you say say that. Uh, of course, there is no such thing as coincidence, because I was just thinking about this like half an hour um, because I was putting him to bed before we we called each other, and that was the thing. I was like, if I now. Look at it like this, that it's like a game and you're you're going to come better as long as you you increase your awareness about these situations of your your triggers. Instead of being just reacting to something and being angry, you remain silent. And a a, a person, an executive uh, this afternoon, which I didn't know, he was like, your son is actually breaking down the whole thing and you remain calm. (laughs) I have so much respect for that. And I have and I said, what what's the alternative? I mean, if I yell, I mean he doesn't understand that. And second, it makes me it's like poison that I injecting in my life. So it's it's training myself. And of course I'm irritated. I'm I'm not I'm not the Dalai Lama. And I also think that he can be irritated. But I like that I mean if you look at if you change your mind, seeing it as a kind of an exercise or computer game levels and then you can up another level, another level of awareness. I mean, I look at them and I say thank you for yeah for the lessons, actually, because it's a gift and it's not he's easy. Your little,
0: yeah. He's your little Pac-Man.
1: Yeah, but it is so. But not a lot of people think like that. They, they, they jump more in a kind of victim role and they blame others that they are unhappy or the things are not what they are or whatever. And yeah, that's their choice, of course. Eh? But not. No, of
0: course, of course. And I'll be honest, I mean, I, I understand the concept and I try to live the concept and I try to really, you know, let that sink in. Uh-huh. Honestly, I've got my days where I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, bye world, just, yeah, yeah. you know, leave me. Yeah,
1: yeah that's true. Um, and then think...
0: it's only afterwards that I'm like, ah, there I went again. Um, but that's awareness,
1: where was... Twenty years ago, I would I mean, that's the thing that Jan B- Bom said, like a couple of years ago, he said, like if you look at a child, I mean, when they're angry or irritated, after one minute or two minutes, it's completely changed again to the happy state. The sun is shining. <laughs> you see adults when they're like having an an, an argument. Twenty years later, they can still <laughs> be angry or frustrated about the argument about that certain person. Which is not the natural state of a human being, and um, yeah, it's yeah, it's. I think but that's we, a very we, fascinating thing. We,
0: we keep too many. We often keep too many memories, and 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 we just build up all this. You know, they call it the traumas that we build up, and we we don't let go, and we. And that's if you can, you know, slowly but surely, a day at a time, let go of some of that uh, some of that trauma. That's, uh, I mean, life's tough enough without us putting putting some extra on our own life
1: and even hey because we have these traumas and be realistic eh? i don't think you will ever get to the point that you are trauma free but um, you will pass these traumas on to for instance children
0: oh oh yeah we do absolutely absolutely and that's part of parenting nobody's ever the perfect parent um, because whatever trauma that you did not solve about yourself, you will at a certain point pass them on, um, and not all of them and, and, and but part of them, um, and maybe in a, in a, in a, in a, in a different way. Um, but yeah, it's just, even the way you react, um, where you're teaching him to react to certain things, um, you're teaching him what you got taught. Or sometimes what we do is we do exactly the opposite because we really don't want to react that way. So we react yeah, yeah. totally different, but it's, this, it's just the same coin. Eh? It's just a different side from the same coin. So whether you do the same or the opposite, you're still talking about the same thing. No.
1: I mean, when you, when you were starting um, with your personal development or personal growth, um, mm-hmm. tragic, I can call it, I assumed you read a lot of books or audio books or, or, YouTube videos or programs or workshops that you have followed. I mean, yes. because I had that, that's why I'm asking the question. Did you also had the, the, the reflection of putting that knowledge to everybody you meet? then you see, Oh, you had something like that. I think you should do that or do that. Or, um, look, look in, into that um, as, um, I don't know, to help you, whereas these people are not ready.
0: Oh, yeah. I think in the beginning, yes, because you're so, I was so enthusiastic yeah. about the things that I learned about these eye-openers that I just wanted to be able to share that with everybody. Um, but that's something, that's like your initial enthusiasm that mm-hmm. after a while you also learn everybody has their learning steps mm-hmm. and If somebody else had told me exactly the same things when I wasn't ready to see them, I would have probably just said, okay, whatever, and just moved on with my life. So um I I don't really I don't think I do that anymore or do that too much anymore. Um, Um but it's more about when somebody asks for help that you can, you know, give them some help if they ask for advice. Um but there's so many And it's every generation, I mean, you've got, every time I go to the store, you see these new books on personal growth and you had books, new books, five years ago, 10 years ago, even 20, 30, 40 years ago, you already had books on, on Mm self-development, but it just changes. You have other people adding something, changing something. So um it's 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 been around for for a long time and so uh, every generation and every few years you do, you have new authors uh which is great huh? it's their way of communicating well, with they learn.
1: yes but i think here in europe i mean it's at least my perception i mean the first book that i read was actually from um stefan Covey, the seven habits of effective people oh yeah a lot of people yes. think it's a business book <laughs> but it isn't I, it is but it's more than that um but but i think Right now, it's becoming mainstream, whereas like 20 years ago, it was like uh, La La Land, uh, Mumaya, and I, that's at least my perception, um, which I today think, I mean, I had people from 23 year on the, on the podcast, they're meditating, they're, they're reading these self-development Absolutely.
0: books. Absolutely. I mean,
1: when I was 23, I wasn't reading self-development books.
0: Oh, no. No, no, no. It, it did interest me. I remember that I've always had an interest even when I was like a teenager, I, I, I was interested in th- certain topics. Um, um, what I think helped change that or make, make things speed up, everything is much more accessible. Yeah, I mean, when true. I was twenty twenty five, we we didn't have the internet yet or we just had the beginning of the internet. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was much more difficult to, you know, to find all that information yeah. It's true. When I was 20, I didn't do yoga, um, but I didn't, I wouldn't know where in Brussels you were able to yeah. do yeah. yoga at that time. No. I'm sure there were some places, but we didn't really know about them. Um, yeah. So, so the, you know, the, the internet makes everything much more accessible yeah. um, and you can share things from different countries, you know, yeah. in an, in, an, in an yeah. instant. Yeah. um, um so that that's that's I mean that changed that that changed a lot. Eh? Um,
1: now, what are you reading? What are the, like the three books that you're reading right now in that domain that you find very interesting?
0: Um, what am I uh, reading right now? Or listening to or whatever. Um, I'm reading this book about your perfect genes, Is and it? I don't mean the blue genes. Your um, perfect genes.
2: From who? I
0: get the I forget the name of the author, but it's just here. Just give me a second. There we go. Yehim Yalaginen, Dawson Church.
1: Dawson Church. Okay.
0: Yeah, really interesting. Is it really like, interesting.
1: Is it like in the sphere, like uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton, like Gene? Uh, um, what's it called? Gene, Gene, Gene
0: well it's Uh, about epigenetics 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 yeah um it's about your dna the biology of intention um every thought you have influences and changes your genes
2: no that's
0: correct so really for me that's really interesting um i'm also uh, reading um dare to lead by Brené brown
2: yeah
0: um i usually have a whole stack of books that i'm 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 Yeah, yeah me too i'm reading um Um, I read uh, as well, uh, recently, the book by Lynn McTaggart, and that's about intention setting.
2: Um,
0: So, which is even, um, that's even a larger and a a different domain. I mean, that's completely moving around away from business. You know, Brene Brown is still much in the leadership and in the business world. This is a little bit more biology and then, you know, scientific. Whereas with Lynn McTaggart, um, there's a scientific base to it as well. But intention setting, um, it's getting more, more awareness as well. Yeah. Um, intention setting, um, but I wouldn't say that it's, 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 it's totally common yet.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, the because my interest in all that is it goes, goes very deep and very wide. And, yeah. um, I just adore reading and just absorbing yeah. that information yeah. and, 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 tra- and, translating it into my own life.
1: Yeah. 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 It's the same for me and the I business. Mean, yeah. When I when I heard the fact that um, that a lot of people think DNA yeah is, is really transferring something but actually that who you are is only 10% of your DNA as it seems which again changes your mindset like I can actually be who I want to be I mean it's really about the story yeah. that you're creating for yourself if you would said to me like 20 years ago, Peter, you're going to do something on YouTube with a podcast. I will say, seriously, because when just a moment before we met each other, I was like this intro, introvert, shy guy. Five years later, when I left, I was no longer introvert, but fan. So that would be, but that's not me. So, and, and, I, and I like that concept that you can actually write or rewrite your own story.
0: It is. It's, it's very strong. And yes, I mean, our DNA is our DNA. And that's that, you know, that uh, defines the, your, your, the blue eyes and the brown hair uh, or the gray hairs um, and uh, also your personality traits and also uh, some, some um, um, untreated traumas that you, that you mm-hmm. got, that you inherited uh, within mm-hmm. that DNA. But um, it's your, your ep- with your epigenetics uh, that help actually certain genes you can turn them on and off Mm -hmm. and by your lifestyle you can turn them on and off and live a healthier or less healthy life Um, and so yes in that sense you're you're in control of your life it's the the combination of nature and nurture yeah Um, yeah
1: okay Interesting. uh, interesting interesting now are there any there's a little bit in yeah an extension of that question are there any role models or people that you admire or inspire you at this moment that you say ah oh, i followed that person I just talk about renee brown i assume that you also watched the netflix documentary she had um i haven't yet you should do I that it's, it's it's so 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 good and it's it's yeah. she has so much humor yeah 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 it's 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 very very good yeah
0: one for the list one for the list um wow who inspires me today it's a it's it's i i completely get the question um what i'm thinking is that to be honest i am completely in um awe and um i love the fact that what perhaps when we were 25 we didn't do or couldn't do yet you know the society wasn't that that today you have so many young people who are already eager and working on personal development on on starting their own business um or focusing on a number of things um um and you know just 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 doing it um yeah. and that for me is inspiring in its in, in itself um um, and then, yes, I'm also on Instagram. So I follow a number of people there and, you know, I follow Oprah, etc. And then, you know, she's a classic. Um, but on the other hand, I also follow a number of people. Um, there's this one American, uh, Amy Purdy, um, and she had been ill and she, um, she uh, had to have her, her legs amputated. Um, but that did not stop her from, you know, doing everything in life that she wants to do um and you know growing her business and doing what she likes to do and skiing and you know she was on dances with stars and i'm like wow you know she works for that so those are stories that that i'm like you know wow inspirational yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah
0: oh and it's even that's why i like what i do with the recruitment is because everybody has a story yeah And I get to meet people who come in for a certain job and then I'm like they start telling me their story and I'm like really wow good on you you know so on in that sense for me um inspiration can be found in, in in almost everybody's story
1: and and when you then meet certain people like in your recruitment is it then that you see something of their potential which these persons are not aware of yet especially young people because they don't believe they're not so confident or
0: um well funny you should ask me that because that is something that sometimes yes I do see I see somebody sitting in front of me and you know they tell me their story but then it's like I can see their full potential in them I can see um what, what what they're capable of um and all the potential that's in them um but that doesn't have to do with age
2: okay
0: because i can have that with people who are who are my age or 50 or older that i'm like i see somebody and then i can i have this i get this image of you know of the things the amazing things that they're capable of
2: mm-hmm.
0: and i don't know how to describe that in another way than that, I just did. So I'm not sure if I'm making sense to you.
1: Yeah, but for me it makes sense, eh? Because uh, and are you going? Are you then going to? I'm not saying tell them, but spark or uh, or ignite a little spark ignite in them. Put them, to... them on
0: fire. Um, <laughs> I sometimes th- I sometimes throw a little fish. Yeah. Just to see if how how much they're aware of it Mm -hmm. or i would ask some questions um but i would never i i I would never um just bluntly tell them what i see or what i think or or how i interpret what they say um because that's like that's that's everybody's path for themselves Um, um but i sometimes might make small suggestions just to see if if you know if 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 what I'm seeing is, uh, you know, is correct. Um, So, yeah, in in that sense, yes. But um, um, I wouldn't just, you know, lay it all out there for them.
1: And for yourselves, I mean, in the five years, okay, that you are independent, um, are there any mistakes, I call it lessons, that you learned the hard way that um, if you would redo it again that you would do different
0: oh the lessons god probably on a daily basis um but if i would if i would um change things that that i'm not sure because everything that i did or everything that happened good or bad i wouldn't be where i am today yeah, I if know. it wasn't for that so it's a difficult one in the sense I would almost say, no, not really. Sometimes I would maybe say, well, you know, um, instead of it, you know, being a, a, a big pain, it could have been a little bit smaller. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: but that's usually because I didn't want to see the lesson. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I didn't, yeah. uh, you know, I didn't listen hard enough so that each time the message had to be louder and louder yeah, yeah, and louder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it kind of just hits you with the brick and then, like, okay, this time I'll listen. Yeah. Um, one of the things is what I said in the beginning, because when I started as an independent, you know, I was like, okay, so I'm going to start on my own. I needed an assignment. So I started looking for an assignment. And, you know, my first assignment that I was so proud of it, you know, my, the first assignment I had, I mean, and I had to drive from Ghent to Tessenderlo oh. three, four times a week for that job. So it's not that, it's like that I chose the easy way but I was just so happy, you know, that I did that. Um, and I combined that with trainings and with coachings and with racing around. So, you know, one of the tips I would give myself is you don't have to jump all the time.
1: But was that because you're feeling sketchy because, Oh yeah. yeah.
0: Cause I was like, okay, so now you have to make your own money. So now you have to really, you know, if you can earn money, you have to say yes. I mean, you can't just say, no, no, no. I I, I would just want to stay home. So I still had that I still had that mindset of, of okay, um, if I want to make it, I have to work really, really, really hard. And there's a difference in putting in the right amount of effort mm-hmm. and really, really, really working hard. That's a myth, you know? eh?
1: That's a myth, eh? Just a hardworking yeah. thing. I lost my hair, my beautiful yeah. hair. You, you have even... <laughs> N- knew me with my hair. I mean, yeah, that's I, true. I
0: mean, we, go, we, go, we go, back a long time. No, that's
1: true. It's 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 hard work. It's stress. It's uh, it's working day and night and weekend. And I think it's a myth. A lot of people are wearing that badge of honor combined with not sleeping a lot. which is even worse. I mean, that's I, if I would go back, I would say work. But indeed, like you're saying, make sure that you are working aligned, so you can put a lot of effort in it. But uh, also take care of your body and, and sleep a lot, because for, your body is the vehicle. For
0: that, I I, I do think it's um, without wanting to generalize it, huh? but I I think it could be part of the who we are. Um, you know the Flemish mentality of you know workers and work hard and. Uh, you know, don't give up, and uh, always work hard. And uh, you know, we we've we've been brainwashed by this. you yeah, know. That's true, it's it's almost yeah. in our it's almost in our cultural DNA of of, of working hard. You know, um, so so that I'm and it's not blaming or finger pointing. Uh, it's no, just no, no. something that I think that I I see in, in in a lot of people is the, you know, just don't think too much. Just work hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Whereby, okay, yes, you have to work hard, but there's a difference in working hard and working harder.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Now, are you quite successful? What are you doing right now? What is next?
0: What is next? Absolutely. Um, I think what is next um, will maybe be, for a part, be defined by what just, what's happening now. Mm -hmm. um people in quarantine which makes it it changes the way we do business it changes Mm -hmm. the way we live it changes the way we connect with each other um and so you know maybe for my business as well um i'm i'm thinking of working much more with the online businesses uh Mm -hmm. maybe online courses Mm -hmm. um so shifting more in shifting it more in that way um and um Personally, one of the things that I do really enjoy is the fact that I don't have to stress about the traffic, everything, yeah. even going to the office. And that, that's just taking so much, um, such a load of stress um, that I'm like, okay, it wouldn't be that bad if we can uh, work in a different way.
2: Yep.
0: Uh, I'm not saying that I wanna be home, do home office all the time, but just you know, make shifts uh, here and there. Yeah, yeah, that's for so me. I'm sure business will definitely change. Uh, the whole world will change, and I think that we are. Um, I'm an optimist, um, so maybe I'm I'm too naive to see what might really happen in our world the coming months, years because of what's happened just these few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still in quarantine, so I don't think we're. I don't think we're co- totally grasping. um what what is going to what is going to happen i mean we're still thinking of when can the kids go to school when can i see my friends again when Um, i can when can i get out of here and and see my family i mean i miss my little cousin and my niece and my nephew um you know that's that's like you know stay healthy uh you know you have a job and when can you see your family again mm. but i'm i'm maybe too naive, but, or maybe I'm postponing of d- looking down the line and seeing, okay, what is going? What is our world going to look like in a year?
1: Right. It's a little, to what you said. Um, I wouldn't say in the middle, it, it really depends on the situation. Eh? I mean, uh, when you are healthy, when your parents, uh, or your, your loved ones are healthy. Um, but I know situations where people actually have lost quite some loved ones. And yeah. com- combined with working at home, with, with, with very close on, on your partner or whatever, or, or children, or even alone. That's also what I see in environments. Young guys, girls, um, working all the time from home and actually having nothing, not even a cat or something. Um, mm-hmm. That they really, I'm not saying depressed, but... I think right, we were yeah, raised in another way. There, wasn't, there were no social media. There was no... Int- internet was just starting. We were happy to send an email. Um, and that was it. But there was no social media. And I yeah. think also that that has an impact on their yeah, mental well-being.
0: Absolutely. And, and maybe it's also a, a signal on how how not strong, but maybe how mature or how comfortable you are with yourself when we stepped into this quarantine and, you know, when you were, when you had some issues or maybe you weren't very comfortable with yourself and then you got stuck in the quarantine, you know, that can enhance a quarantine. I think enhances a number of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: It enhances true.
0: the good, the bad and the ugly. Yeah. Um, it just, yeah. you know, it gives the whole thing, uh, an, 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 an extra dimension. Um, so something that is that was uncomfortable can now maybe be a real pain. Yeah. Um, yeah. And something that you were enjoying can now maybe suddenly become really a gift. Yeah, yeah
1: um, that's true. But, but it, I also think it's it's. I have really yomo, so the joy of missing out. Whereas I was twenty five, I mean, I really had that. Yeah. 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 But it's typical. Eh? I mean, it's an. It's. I understand that completely. Whereas I now today I'm like. Yeah, I'm fine. It is what it is. And, uh, Me too.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, and, and,
1: and I don't have to go with a car to, to, to f- and stand in a traffic jam and things like that. Meetings are more effective. Um, and, and it's like what you said, I really underestimated how much energy that's driving in a car actually is draining your energy.
2: Yeah.
1: Now, um, in 10 years, who is Sophie Breno?
0: i would say let's meet again let's do this again in 10 years
1: <laughs> it's a deal
0: <laughs> i'm just as curious um yeah um i don't know maybe living somewhere in new zealand on a farm um with with uh, with animals doing uh, doing remote business with the rest of the world but that i can make the difference in the world by um you know by um Maybe being connected a bit more with nature, um, yeah. And connecting with and connecting with people—that's probably something I will I will always do. Um, and is that so something, this is quite fun. I like this.
1: Is, is 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 this something that you're thinking about or driving you, having an impact on the world, on people? Or really, I mean, um, I wouldn't say leaving a legacy, but really want to serving other
0: people. Um, yeah, there is something driving me, because um, I'm, for about a year now, I've been doing some um, volunteer work mm-hmm. uh, with the elderly here um, in, in the town where I live, um, um, with, the, um, the, the, with the demented elderly, um, and that's something I must say that comes very close to my heart. It triggers me. I just really like to be with those people and help those people and do things with them. And I think somewhere down the line, I want to do more of that.
1: And it, it, it is increasing your compassion or what does it actually make you feel?
0: What does it make me feel? Um, it does make me feel that I can make more of a difference. In the sense that with my business and, you know, recruitment and... and Helping people develop, and, you know, develop themselves, you know, that's already a big difference. But that um, is still something very different. Um, I don't know from where, where it comes from. But for me, the way we deal with the elderly in our society has, for years for me, been something that triggers me. Um,
2: because we put putting- them away.
0: Uh, because we don't have the the time or the capacity and this is without judgment huh? absolutely no, no, no. without mm-hmm. judgment um, it's it's the way that we've organized our society um, um, but just being there with them and and I mean there are people we're, that that could be us in, in in you know 30 40 50 years they've had a life just like we had they have stories to tell they have stories that maybe they can't tell us anymore but those, those, I mean, those people, they all have, they've had lives, you know, they have stories and, and, and I just love talking to them and I just love to be with, being with them.
1: Is there yeah. something that you learn
0: from them? Oh, absolutely. Um, what I learned from them is that um, the essence is that they're, they're happy with the small things mm-hmm. and they've probably had, they probably had the years of FOMO. Um, in their own way in their own generations Um, but for them that's not the most important anymore you know they enjoy being with each other they enjoy each other's company they they enjoy you know good food and 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 it all comes back to the basics if you're in good health if you have people around you that love you if you have people around you that take care of you what else do you need yeah and so it comes back to the essence
1: that's a great story Sophie. Oh. <laughs> That's a great story. <laughs> I, I really like it. I really like it. I hope it inspires a lot of people to do the same. Yeah, it's true.
2: Yeah.
1: Now, last question because it feels like a minute at uh, this hour, what is still a dream for you to do or to be? And it's, a, it must be a crazy dream. Yeah. Like playing in the next, um, what's it called? Uh, these casino movies with George Clooney. Which is a good dream. Um, What do you have like a crazy dream? Or sitting next to Oprah or in Oprah in her show?
0: In her show. Um, Wow, the wildest dreams. Let's go. What would I be doing? What's on the bucket list? Writing a book? Um, Not necessarily, but yeah, why not? Yeah, I guess. Um, wow, God, you completely caught me off guard.
1: That's, that's my to... intention, yeah, right? of
0: course. eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought I had a nice closure with the last one. Always um, enter
1: the bang, eh? I mean,
0: yeah. No, for me, I think the whole crazy thing would be if I leave this whole country behind and move to New Zealand. And me on a farm. I think a lot of people are going to say, you on a farm between the animals? Okay.
1: And then the north or the southern part?
0: No clue. I've never been there. So I wouldn't know if there is a difference between north and south there.
1: There's a big difference.
0: Not too cold.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. That's a great, that's a, great uh, that's a great. dream. And still possible, eh? Who knows? Okay. Within, ten, within ten years, I mean, we, we can travel and we do it over there in New Zealand because it's one of my dreams to really travel to New Zealand.
0: No. I might meet you there. Come visit me on my farm.
1: I actually know people there. When I when I just was graduating, um, I was um, partying or drinking with somebody. Maybe you also think uh, who, knows, like, who knows the person. And he was going to South Africa. Um, And uh, we were in Bruges and we were sitting in some kind of, um, how do you call that, um, where foreigners are eating and staying over there. Um, And we were having dinner. And uh, next to us was was sitting um, a boy and a girl from New Zealand. We were living in London and we hung out with them. And also the next day, and then we went to London and then they introduced us to the whole New Zealand community. We went out and showed us pictures and showed us about their culture. And I'm still connected to them on, uh, on Facebook. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I, there is even a picture of me and, uh, on Facebook. I will show it to you with my hair when I was 23 or 24 with them. Yeah. I had, yeah. These are, yeah, it's crazy. I have very good feelings. I have memories about that. No so that's so one of the reasons that I wanted to go back. Because when you're living in New Zealand, you can live in London for like four years and have a visa and then you need to go back okay so and what they do because new zealand is very broad so for us going from uh ghent to amsterdam for them it's, it's like just another town you mean it's just the same we're going from ghent to bruges but for them it's like well that's that's not far see because they 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 uh, it's it's a it's not a lot of people but on a very big um sure. territory so they yep. they think really different so they every weekend they were like from London to Paris, from London to Bruges, from London to Ghent, from London to Amsterdam. So, um, yeah. Great cool. dream.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Sophie, is there something you want to share that we did not talk or touched upon?
0: Well, I mean, I'm enjoying this conversation. I'm sure that we could continue for hours. Um, so I would definitely say, you know, we should, we should redo this again in a while. Um, but um, I want to thank you for having me on the on, on the show. Um, it was, uh, it's great to see that uh, indeed uh, after all these years, we're still connecting um, yeah. and to see that you're also uh, doing these uh, amazing things in, uh, in connecting people and in uh, inspiring people um, just by asking them questions and asking them the very, you know, the just spot on questions. So, um, so thank you.
1: Thank you, Sophie, for your kind words. And I want to thank you for your time and your efforts and your yeah passion and your stories, because I, yeah, it's like you said everybody has a story and it's by these questions which come naturally by the way that you yeah really discover that yeah that that everybody's like a jewel or a diamond and and i find that so beautiful and inspiring to see
0: no oh, it is absolutely so uh i guess that's why we that's why we love what we do and i'm um, hoping to uh to hear many more stories of people all around us. Yeah. Yes.
1: So thanks, Sophie. Take care. I wish Thank you lots awesome of you. success. Take care And, pleasure. and
0: uh, see, you see you next, next time. time. Eh? Bye. Bye.